Hi there. Today you're listening to Brute Pursuit with Mary Aldrich. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Join me as I share some practical applications of the fruit of the Spirit. Here is where you can learn tools to cultivate things like love when you find your son sitting in paint, joy while cleaning up the paint, and peace in more areas besides just hiding in the bathroom. Yes, it is possible to love God, love others, and enjoy it. Welcome to the first episode of Fruit Pursuit. I am so delighted that you are letting me be a part of your day today. I really wanted to take this first episode and talk about the essentials, who I am, why this podcast, and what is this fruit that we're pursuing, and what's that all about. So let's get started. First of all, I am Mary Aldrich. I am a wife to an amazing husband, Brandon. We've been married for almost, we're going on 20 years this coming year, and we really are just enjoying our relationship. Um, We have both learned how to enjoy life independently as well as together He does his accounting thing and his cycling. I do my coaching thing and all kinds of various hobbies. And we enjoy being with our family together, which uh, would be the next thing I wanted to talk about is I have seven incredible kids. At this recording, my youngest is eight and my oldest is 18. We have five boys and two girls and really enjoy life together. We had our kids really young and as a result, uh, my, my, my babies are all out of diapers and nobody is uh, waking me up every night to need to eat or because they wet the bed. Everybody's really... Uh, in a place where they can be a little bit more independent. Hence the reason that I have some freedom now to do some other things with my time. Uh, My young, my oldest at 18 just graduated high school. We successfully got him through his homeschool experience. And I'm just so excited about what God is going to be doing in his life in, in the coming years. So, some amazing kids, and I'm sure you'll hear all kinds of things about them as we go through different episodes, but just suffice it to say that there's nine of us, and we are uh, quite the storytellers about just the antics and the love and the fun and the pain that we have gone through over the years. I also am a very multi-talented person. When somebody says, so what is your hobby? I'm kind of a person that's like, well, I don't know. I like hundreds of things. And so I decided that I think my hobby is just variety of things. I definitely have my weaknesses, which include uh, controlling how much I eat and finances in some things in the like sciencey department are not my cup of tea. And I definitely still struggle with the tech aspects of things, though I have grown so much in the last few years, but pretty much love everything else. You could talk me into uh, doing some sort of 
construction work renovation project and I would be right there with the skill saw or uh, plumbing, though I don't love it. I loved learning about it and I can fix your toilet. I also really have enjoyed cake decorating or catering or making really delicious coffee. I love drawing and art and creating things. I really find organizing fascinating and basically anything that is new and can help our family thrive. That's fun to me. So, so yeah, multi-talented. And I really, I really struggled for a long time trying to decide what did I want to do with myself when I grow up? That infamous question, mostly because I was just interested in a variety of things, but I think it serves me really well in this particular field that I have decided is my purpose, which is life coaching because it really provides a way to understand so many different people. I really enjoy being able to connect with what other people find interesting and what other people are struggling with. And because I have a wide variety of interests, basically it allows me to be interested in whatever other people are interested in. So that's fun for me. And as I said, I'm a, I'm a life coach. I love connecting with moms and really helping individuals find life and joy and freedom. They're not just things that we talk about that sound good so that we can mask how miserable we actually feel. I really have a passion to help people find these things true in their lives. So that when you're driving down the road and you're thinking about how things are going, there's that moment where you say, oh my goodness, I can't believe it, but actually right now I feel amazing. Is this actually my life? Am I actually living this wonderful, amazing life with this, with these opportunities, with this family, with these friends in, in this situation? And it's not so much about circumstances as it is a perspective of life that I want people, I want you to understand it is possible. And so my goal here is to really present what I'm doing every day in a really authentic way. The real life stories that come across, that come around, the hardships that come and how we can genuinely feel joy through those circumstances. Yes, a lot of that comes from aligning with biblical truth and really knowing deep down that Jesus is everything to me and that my relationship with God is priority. That is how it comes across to begin with. That's the foundation. But more than just a foundation and then nice things to say about it, this is really how I live life. And I want you to see that living life in that kind of joy is super possible for you. So that's my passion. If you want to know more about that, I'll just let you go, go ahead and let you know. I am on Facebook. You can find me, Mary Aldrich, on my personal page. You can follow my coaching page, Mary Aldrich Coaching. I also have a private group for parents. If you want to join, it's Organizing and Encouraging Parents. So those are three of the areas where I'm on Facebook right now. So, yeah, so that's me. Um, my family live in the greater Atlanta area on the west side. 
We just recently moved here. We have been in New Hampshire for, we had been living in New Hampshire at a Bible school for about 17 years, and we just recently moved back to Georgia, where I'm from. So my husband's kind of a, uh, he's from Maine, so he's a Yankee, and I'm from Georgia, definitely a Southern girl, and we met and kind of um, have been in both places. So for now, we're in Georgia and really loving it. it well, okay, honestly, not the heat so much right now, but <laughs> but it feels like my old stomping grounds. My kids, on the other hand, have grown up all their life in New Hampshire, and as a result, this is a new experience for them, and it's really been incredible to see them grow and change and develop and learn how to embrace a new area and a new time of life. So you're going to hear some of those stories and some of the ways that we work through those big transitions through this podcast. I can guarantee it. So that's a little bit about me and who I am and what I do. Let's talk a little bit about why this podcast. Why a podcast right now? Well, I want to let you know that about 10 years ago, I was pretty overwhelmed with my kids. If you can imagine having having five kids, six and under, and I was a stay-at-home mom starting to homeschool my kids, I was still volunteering for the Bible school where we worked, and I was just overwhelmed. Um, I remember one day where I was, I was um, this was a little couple of years before, but just to give you a picture of overwhelm, I remember a day where I had my two oldest kids potty training. My third child was in the living room playing with toys. I was nursing my baby. And so if you can picture a mom nursing a baby squatted on the floor, trying to help two people go to the bathroom at the same time, Also, the phone had rung and I was on the phone talking to somebody, trying to give somebody some information. The doorbell rang and I squat waddled out the bathroom to the door and opened the door to answer it in that position. And the mom, the, the woman there who was a mom looks at me and says, okay, I think you might be taking multitasking a little too far. Well, I think she was right, and it wasn't too much longer after that that I really hit a brick wall. It was too much. I was doing too much. I was overcommitted. I wasn't sleeping well. I was really basing a lot of what I was doing on this theory that if if I was if I'm good at it, then I should do it. And as a result, as a multi-talented person and somebody who's really interested in a variety of things, all of a sudden I was volunteering to do all of these things. If I can do it, then I should be doing it. I can do balloon animals, so I should be doing that. I can lead an art project, so I should be doing that. I've taught Sunday school, so I should be doing that. I've done choir leadership, so I should be doing that. I play the piano, so I should be rotating in on the piano. I can teach people how to cook in the kitchen. So I should be really doing that. I can organize cleaning teams. So I should be doing that. I can, it was endless. 
It was endless, y'all. And I just hit a wall. In fact, I'll talk about it in other episodes, but I got to a place where I was treating my family like dirt. And my husband said, you know what, Mary, we can either lose all these jobs that you're doing or we can lose our kids. And both of us, it was really an eye-opening moment of like, there's really no question which one we were going to keep if we had to get rid of one thing or the other. And so I knew I needed help. And about that time, a friend of mine came along and said, hey, I know about this conference that I want you to go to that will really help you find the hope that you're looking for. If you're really longing for less overwhelm, I think learning some of these principles will actually help you be able to thrive in your family. Let me tell you, I did not have the money to go to that conference. I didn't have the, I didn't have any idea. By that point, I had um, six kids and I had no idea how I was going to be able to get there. I wanted my husband to go with me. And so that meant farming out all six of them to somewhere else overnight. And I, that seemed impossible. We didn't live close to family and But by God's grace and his provision, we found a way to have other people take care of the kids and the Lord provided the money and we went to that conference. And let me tell you, it changed the trajectory of my life forever. In fact, I went to that conference knowing that something needed to change between me and my oldest son. My my relationship with him was terrible. And my relationship with my parents when I was a kid and into my teenage years was terrible. And I just saw myself repeating this ineffective communication with my son that I had had with my own parents during those years. I wanted something different. And I knew that if I, if I didn't do something really soon, I was just going to repeat the same thing again And I didn't want to do that. So with the idea in mind that I really wanted to change that one relationship, when I went to this weekend conference, I ended up changing the trajectory of my whole life. Um, That conference, incidentally, is put on by Reinvent Ministries. You can can see them on reinventministries.org. I love the work that they do. Uh, They aren't paying me to give this ad, but... That's just how I got started with that organization. So there I was, I, I went to this conference and learned how to change the mindset that I had, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about in this podcast. As I changed the mindset, I realized like, as I, I did that weekend, and then I hired a coach, a coach, for those of you who are not familiar with coaching, Basically, a life coach or some sort of um, coach mentor person that you hire to meet with you on a regular basis is really there to find out what it is you say you want and why you aren't getting it. It's really and, and usually why you aren't getting it is not circumstantial. We think it's circumstantial, but it usually has everything to do with our mindset or conflicting priorities. Like I, like for instance, I say, I want to uh, 
not eat as much food and so that I can lose weight. But I also say that I really do want to eat those four pieces of pizza. So what is more important and what's the belief behind like deeper down, kind of dig in and find out what am I thinking about myself when I'm eating those four pieces of pizza? What's really going on under that? And what is it that I'm longing for that makes me want to eat those pieces of pizza versus what am I longing for when I say I don't want to eat as much? And how can we align those two longings together so that I actually make a choice that gets me what I want? That's kind of it in a nutshell. It's definitely takes a lot longer than just a 30 second conversation. But I started meeting with her and seeing ways that I could realign my life with what I said I wanted and how I was really in those moments. I was aligned with this belief that if I was good at something, then I should be doing it that my value was based on what other people said good job to that if I if people loved me then if I did what they asked me to do that they would love me more if I looked like them or behaved like them or acted like them or followed their rules and their guidelines that they would find me even more acceptable and more connected. And then I would have my group, my tribe that loved me. And, and it just was so frustrating because it obviously wasn't true and it didn't work out that way. So as I kind of recognized what was going on and I started to change, like getting really clear on what my purpose was. And instead of doing everything I was good at, I started to do the things that I really felt called to do which meant setting down a lot of things I had committed to and sort of picking up different aspects and looking for support in different ways, I began to have margin to really take care of my family well. I began to have energy to listen to heart conversations that my kids wanted to have. I began to have tolerance for when my husband was having a bad day and it didn't always just have to be about me or me to get defensive when he was having a tough time. I didn't have to take it personally because I was beginning to live who I wanted to be and who I knew I got really clear who I wanted to be in those moments. So it was easier not to take so many things personally. So I started to have margin and it felt so good. I remember one day driving home from town, which was about 13 miles away, and I was turning on to the road that leads back to our house. I was about a mile and a half away, and I was just thinking about how good I felt, how things were working in the connections with my family, how um, how I was loving what I did, how I had built friendships that were more genuine than I had ever experienced before in my life. And as I was driving on this road past this lake, looking out at the beautiful surroundings, my heart was just overflowing like I was living a dream. Like This can't actually be me. I can't actually be living this life. This, act, this is me for real? Like, I get to do this? This, this is like better than drugs. I really want to... Oh, if everybody could experience this, we would 
we would all be choosing things so differently if we could all experience this right here. And that was the moment that I remember as kind of a turning point of really a heart cry to help others find this hope that, that this is possible, that feeling like you really are aligned with the purpose that God has given you. And it is so amazing to be living it. And it really has very little to do with the actual circumstances or like the sudden things that happen in your life and everything to do with aligning what you decide to do on a regular basis with who you feel called to be. That might be confusing, but we're definitely going to dig into that as we go through because I want to break it down so that you can see that it is possible in a very practical way. And that's one of my skills is making this super practical to you. So if that's something you're interested, you're going to want to hang around. All right. So that was the day that I realized, yeah, I want to do this to help other people. I want others to find this hope. I want you as a listener to find that hope. And I want to make it easy. I want to make it as easy as possible for you to succeed in being who you feel called to be, finding margin to treat the people in your life kindly, really finding practical ways of feeling connected to God on a regular basis. You know, I, I am a Christian. I believe wholeheartedly that Jesus died for my sins and that by believing on him and choosing him as Lord of my life, that I have a home in heaven. That is the absolute truth that I base everything else that I do on. And so I, as a, as a Christian believer, I feel like also we're called to present ourselves as joyous and really evidence that God has saved us and that there is abundant life, not only in heaven, but also here on earth that we can experience the joy of the Lord on a daily basis. And that that's not just some spiritual thing that we say to hide how miserable we feel because we're embarrassed Christians that don't want to admit that we're actually miserable. No, actually, you really, really, really can feel joyful, not just an emotional high jumping up and down because you sang a good song, but like on a daily basis, you can feel amazing about your relationship with the Lord, about loving other people in your life. And in spite of difficulties and unexpected circumstances, you can enjoy it. You can enjoy it. It's fun. It's fun and exciting. And you can wake up every day going, I can't believe I get to live this life. This is amazing. And that's what I want to make easy for you. So that leads me to why are we talking about this fruit? What's the point of the fruit pursuit? Well, the point is in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. I have been fascinated in the self-help world around coaching and there's so much secular stuff out there. However, I really think that a lot of the tools that they're using are based on biblical, like there's biblical principles that they're using. And that's what I want to get back to is what are those biblical principles? They work for other people and non-believers because they're still based on biblical truth. 
And so in my coaching, what I feel like is important is to base what I do and the the principles that I live by on absolute truth, on the whole Bible being the inspired word of God and that what he said is real. That doesn't mean I always understand why he said what he said or how it all works. But the more I learn, the more I realize that we can count on it. We can count on him and we can take the principles in the Bible and live them out in our lives and find it effective for joy. So it's really important to me that the mindset I practice and continue to improve aligns with the truth of the scripture. And I really, my heart's desire in this podcast, and as we talk about the fruit of the spirit, that we, that I want to share successes and failures with you, how I, how I exhibited those in my lives in various circumstances and how I failed at it and really blew it and then learned a lesson. In fact, I really want to encourage you and provide you with plenty of tools to develop these qualities in your own life. So that being said, what are the fruits of the spirit? You know, you can go to Galatians and read this for yourself, but I'm just going to grab it and read it for you. A lot of people have songs that they talk about the fruit of the spirit. In fact, um, some of my kids are at camp right now and they've been discussing how they're, they've got this song that they sing the fruit of the spirit. It's not a coconut. Some of you may have heard that before, but they've been changing it. And like the fruit of the spirit's not a pop tart. The fruit of the spirit's not a cupcake. So, and they've just been having a lot of fun with remembering just how valuable the fruit of the spirit is. And so I'll read that for you. It's Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And it says, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And then I just want to skip down to the verse 25, where it says, if we live by the spirit, let us also keep in step with the spirit. That's my intention. That is the vision for this podcast, to keep in in step with the Spirit. And so each episode is going to be focused on a particular fruit of the Spirit. I really plan to have about, I want to hang hang out on one fruit of the Spirit for a period of time. So there'll be anywhere from like four to five episodes about the same Spirit before we shift to another one, just so you can see a variety of ways that we can exhibit love in our life or peace or kindness or gentleness and some really practical mindset strategies for how to really develop those and keep those in our life. I think these are the key to experiencing joy. If we're working on joy in our life in practical ways, it's going to grow And we know that what we work on and the muscles that we move and focus on are the ones that grow. So if we're really focused on cultivating joy, that's going to grow. Let me tell you, if you're focused on what you're worried about, if you're focused on 
um, what's not working in your marriage. If you're focused on discouragement and really noticing all the ways that you feel discouraged on a regular basis, if you're focused on how depressed you are, if you're focused on how much you don't get out of church every week, if you're focused on all that, like all those negative things, you're, those are going to be the things that you find. But we have the opportunity to really focus on these fruits and as a result, that will be the thing that strengthens. That's the thing that grows. And you'll find that you'll enjoy things so much more this way. So I hope you will sit back and enjoy some of these stories that we'll share, or that I'll share. But also, I hope that you'll find plenty of moments to stand up and take action. You know, that's really what this is all about. I want you to feel encouraged in the feelings of love and joy and peace really being possible in your life, not just a twisted talk while feeling miserable, but I also want you to feel challenged to take one step, one action, maybe just one nugget takeaway from each of these podcasts, put it into practice right then, and that can change the trajectory of your life. I say trajectory because we're not trying to pick up out of the place that we are right now and move ourselves 50 miles away in how we behave and how we look. The way to actually have long lasting change is by just turning slightly the direction that you're headed. And instead of going straight, maybe we just adjust 1% every single day can you imagine where you would be and the difference that you would be in a year if you just adjusted 1% every single day? That's my hope for you, is that you'll see that after a period of time, you are so far from where you would have been. I know that's been my experience with where I started with my child, with my son's relationship and wanting to do something completely different. Let me tell you the distance that I am from where I would have been if I had kept on the same road that I had been on when he was seven, eight, nine years old to where we are now is like not even in the same hemisphere, but it came from making a 1% adjustment on a daily basis. That's how we got to where we are today. And so that's hope for you. All right. So that's a little who I am and why I'm doing this podcast and a little about what this fruit we're pursuing is all about. I look forward to hang to you hanging around and I hope you'll bring your friends. Thanks for joining me today. You've been listening to Fruit Pursuit with Mary Aldrich, a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. To hear more great ways of growing your mindset in the fruit of the spirit, please subscribe. You can listen to other episodes and find additional resources at fruitpursuitpodcast.com. To learn more about Mary Aldrich and the coaching work she is so passionate about, visit maryaldrichcoaching.com. And by the way, what one next step are you taking today?